what's up everybody welcome to the night show as you can tell it's mock draft season we're getting a head start on it um i'm not liking what we're seeing in, in uh training camp that means straight draft mock draft mode of the year tonight we're doing three rounds of the draft <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> got y'all got y'all what's up mike what's up man it's been a long time the frisco report 20 23 2024 season right here to kick it off you know we've been doing this thing in the off season we always take breaks during the summer we're right here first preseason game on saturday joe that we play them stink giants about four weeks away i am ready i am pumped yeah man yeah back from vacation is good and now we're we're back back in the saddles, you could as you could say, and back in the Cowboys saddle, and uh, talking Cowboys here. The Frisco Report, Mike. We're going to talk about uh, the latest news coming out of training camp. We're going to catch up on the news on the team and where we sit, as you say. You know, coming up on the first preseason game of the year. Um, let's get right into it, Mike. Do the it. biggest news of of the training camp continues to go. With this, uh, with the Zach Martin holdout, Mike, what is your uh, what do you think is going to happen here with this? Is this going to bleed into the regular season? I don't think it will. I mean, Zach Martin's fines are already accumulated over $600,000. All right, and the way Jerry, Jerry Jones is singing a different tune here than what he did, like with guys like Zeke and you know, the other holdout guys from you know, recent history. And he's singing a whole different like, well, we're dealing without Zach Martin. We treating we're treating it like an injury, you know. And I don't know how much I like that. Zach Martin, you know, next year, because they restructured so many contracts with him throughout the years, not restructured so many contracts, restructured his deal throughout yeah. the years. You know, next year he's making twenty four million dollars. So, you know. I'm, I know the Cowboys value him. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, right? Instant. But uh, I don't – he's 32 years old. You know, next year will be 33, obviously. How much more do you invest there? They, do they want to move on from Zach Martin and Tyron Smith at the same time, Joe? They'll be shooting themselves in the foot, right? They can't do that. So they got to take care of Zach, get him in here, because uh, he's had some injuries, all right? And him missing all this time. It scares me a little bit, Joe. Yeah, I think they got to take care of him, man. He, he's taking care of them by uh, moving his money around to get other players around. It's just time to, to return the favor. Uh, this this whole thing about Jerry Jones treating his injury, he can he can get his old thumb, <laughs> st stick it up there, twirl on it, and then that's it. That, that's how I feel about him, dude. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, take oh, yeah. care of the go to goats, man. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's been apparent in training camp that it's, it's really affected their ability to, to to execute a lot of their plays, dude. It's uh, it's apparent, man. Uh, I mean, they've kept Tyron around here, uh, limping around for the last five years. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Zach. I mean, he's got at least three more good solid years in him, man. I mean, if if we we've carried Tyron this long, uh, you know they they, they got to do it right. So, uh, 
to keep it short, Mike, I think that they're going to uh, they'll, they'll work something out, some sort of incentive, uh, front front some money up to him, maybe under the table. Something's going to happen, right? Something's going to happen. So the highest guard makes $20 million a year. Zach Martin's sitting at 13, Joe. Obviously, it's hard to speak on another guy's money, but are the Cowboys thinking – we can't go full 20. Do you want to meet in the middle and let's say 17 and a half? You know, like what 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 do you think really like do you give in and give him 20 million dollars a year? Do you make him one of the highest paid guards in the National Football League again, right? Or do you say meet me in the middle Zach Martin at 17 and a half? Does that get it done? Yeah. I mean, you you mentioned uh what you said of 24 million next year, right? So yeah. um I mean, he's got money coming up. I think, you know, they're they're the masters of of uh, rerouting money and this sorts of thing. They they could, you know, they could change it up. We got cap space. You know, what are they going to do? I mean, with with that that cap space that we have right now, um, they do it every year. You know, they do it every year. They 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 carry they carry some empty money for supposed. Oh, maybe we're going to pick somebody up or another contract. So I think they'll feed them some money. You know what I mean? Just just to do it right. You know, they they they, they got to make the situation right before before it turns contentious and uh, black uh, you know bad blood. Which I, I don't think that'll happen. You know, I think uh, Zach's gonna be a cowboy for life. He'll retire a cowboy. He'll be in the Hall of Fame first ballot. Question is, Mike, and the very very sad question is, will he get a ring with the Cowboys? All right. Do you want me to answer that honestly? I mean, we saw where just get into the ring, uh, you know, Hall of Fame. Had to get the ring somewhere else. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens, man. But uh, I think I think they'll I think they'll do it right, Mike. Um, let, let, let's jump right into the latest on Cam News, bro. All right, <laughs> the, the everybody's talking about what's been happening all off season. Dak Prescott, the interceptions and in camp and this and that. Now, a lot of these, I think, can be attributed to uh, the wide receiver from, from what I've seen in some of these. But what, what is your thoughts? Are are these interceptions that are happening in camp now starting to worry you? Is it is it these receivers that there just aren't any good? Like, what, what's your thought on it real quick, Mike? So, everybody knows I'm not a Dak fan, all right? So, I'm going to give you my honest take on this, all right? Everybody buckle up, sit down, and get ready. Dak throws interceptions in practice. He always has. It's nothing new. Go back to last year's training camp. Go to the year before that. Go back eight years of training camp, Joe. Dak Prescott throws picks in training camp. He takes a little bit more chances than he's supposed to. He tries to, you know, feel how how tight he could throw those windows. And, you know, it, it all boils down to Dak getting in sync with his wide receivers. Now, Fahok the joke, all right? He's been dropping passes, tip passes, and leading to some of Dak's interceptions in, in, in season and in training camp, right? And Dak Prescott said, hey, I want to eliminate tipped interceptions. And then Fahok the joke goes in there, and the first one of the first passes of training camp, tip interception, right? So, you know, it, I, I like that Dak can take those chances, find those windows that work best for him. And 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 learn and develop and build chemistry with those wide receivers. Dak throwing now the whole thing of 
you you play how you practice. When it comes to experimenting, it doesn't work for that. Now, if 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 you have bad technique, if you have um, you know things like that, and you do that in practice, technique wise, yes, that's going to carry over the game. You're going to get hurt, or you're going to look really bad, right? So that trying to get in sync with his wide receivers with a new playbook with do with different routes, different quick routes and stuff. I want Dak to get it out now rather than later. Yeah. Everything you said is, is, is 100% factual. You know, uh, uh, they, he, he does do that in practice. It's a known thing there. So uh, for me, Mike, I'm, I'm not really worried about it uh, myself. Now, if, it, <laughs> if we have some sort of relapse and it's another situation in the regular season, then, then yeah, I'm, I'm going to be definitely speaking on it. But right now I'm not worried about it. Like you said, you want to get this – you want to iron everything out. You want to get it out of the way now in camp. So, now that being said, Mike, I think you are seeing some separation here with some receivers where they just ain't getting shit done, bro. All right, Simi Fajoko, no good, bro. <laughs> Let's just say what it is. He's, he's, he's he sucks, bro. He's not getting it done, man. He's not getting it done. So, uh, now. Is he gonna? Is the light gonna turn on for him during the preseason, Mike? <laughs> is he no. what he is, is? Is I mean, so I don't feel good about him, Mike. Jalen Tolbert, man, I just don't know, bro. I, when I, when I look at when I look at practice, it's not something where I'm like, oh yeah, he he he's he's a whole different person, bro. Like I'm just like, mm, I don't know, man. And then now. I will tell you this, Mike, and you and I have, have, have talked about this briefly. The rookie Jalen Brooks, bro. Is he in contention here for the number four receiver? Like, what, what's your thoughts on those three guys right there, Mike? So, Fajoko, no go, all right? Um, yeah. Jalen Tolbert, oh, he has his shirt off. Oh, he's about to light it up. Oh, my God, do you see the eight-pack he has? Do you see the – the pythons that he's carrying, mm-hmm. right? That don't that don't help a it helps a wide receiver be muscular to be able to take hits and stuff. But that don't help you, Joe, run routes. All right, that yeah. don't help you catch the football. All right, for Hulk, the joke, man, he, he had, he's going to get cut. Uh, Jalen Tolbert, I'm not buying the hype. I, we weren't buying the hype yeah. because he had his shirt off, right? But yeah. let me talk to you, like LA Knight says. Let me talk to you about Jalen Brooks. All right, listen. We did a time capsule video, all right? And we talked about different th- players and different things. I can't remember what I said about Jalen Brooks, but I remember talking about him. I just want to eat my crow now and say, look, Jalen Brooks is coming alive, all right? And I like what Jalen Brooks is. It's different, right? Because with Simi Fajoko, there's inconsistencies, right? Yeah. You'll see Simi yeah. Fajoko make a big catch. Then you'll see him drop a big catch. Then you'll see Jalen Tur- J- uh, J- Tolbert, you know, run a good route and then run run a dole route, right? So, But what I'm seeing with Jalen Brooks, who at South Carolina didn't even really have a lot of catches, didn't have a lot of stats, Joe, coming into training camp really – pumping it up at the wide receiver position, making guys like Fajoko and Tolbert expendable, all right? And I like that. Yeah. 
No, I mean that to me that's where it's at. And 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 we talked about needing an unsung hero this this camp, you know, whether it would be like an undrafted guy like uh Miles Austin, somewhere like that. But we kind of have that with Jalen Brooks, you know, a late round pick. So we needed something like that. Hopefully this will translate to the field here now in the preseason. If he hits those earmarks in the preseason, we're doing good. Fajoko, probably out, man. Probably out. Camp body, practice squad guy. Keep just keep him over there in the practice squad. Uh, can't run routes, man. He he's just not on the same page with the quarterbacks. You know, like you said, he'll make a catch here and there, but you're seeing a lot of the bad, bad stuff that has kept him off the field. Um, would they cut Tolbert? Probably. I don't think they'll cut Tolbert, but. They won't cut Tolbert, no. They'll keep yeah, too much invested there. Yeah, just because of the investment, they'll keep him there. But uh, Cowboys under Mike McCarthy, I feel like that they're going to play the the better players. You know what I mean? Um, this has really become his team with all the draft picks uh, on offense and everything. You know what I mean? So um, it's going to be one of those camps where you're going to see a lot of youth out there in the preseason. But, Mike, I got to ask you this, man, because we talk about this shit all the time. Do the Cowboys need to play the Vets at some point in this preseason game? We got three preseason games. Are we going to see any of these guys play any significant time? I'm talking, you know, maybe a quarter. Or are we talking, like, just a few series? You know what I mean? Like, what do you want to see from the Vets in the preseason? Anything? I want to see a few series in the last in the third game just a few series get that get that game tempo that game feel like tempo right Uh, just for two or three series max on both sides of the ball now i wouldn't risk playing tyron smith i wouldn't risk playing micah parsons i wouldn't risk playing uh hooker or curse or damian wilson who's coming off an injury right but i would risk like just some components like terrence Steele, who hasn't played in forever Right. Tyron Smith, he needs to play a little bit just because he hasn't played, you know, consistently at that left side position. Right. So I would uh, Tyler Smith, that left guard, I, I, want, I would want to play a couple of game series with just for them to get that feel like, OK, it's here. So we don't have any excuses when we go play them nasty, stinky Giants. Ah. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm on the same page, man. They, they, they got to have they got to play something, man. The last couple of years, they haven't played shit. They come out, man, you know, rusty as fuck the first game. And then the excuses, oh, well, you know, we didn't do this and we didn't do that. And, well, you know. We've lost a couple of have we Have we won a season opener with Mike McCarthy? Um... We lost to the Bucks twice. We lost, lost to the Bucks. Yeah, so... Uh, can't lose to the Giants, though, man. Can't lose to the Giants. the Giants. Uh, I think Giants, we beat the Giants this first year, I think. The Giants are – they're a better team, so they better be ready. So I, I don't want any rust, you know what I mean? But but you're right about Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith, he's he's already double-bubbled, right? So would he even my, – my, and you and I have talked about this offline, and it's like – at the end of the day, is he even going to play week one? Because he, he'll tweak something here right at the last second, and and then here we go, like, oh, he's not even going to play. And here we go with the 
you know, the, the jumbling of the offensive line, Mike. So with that being said, Mike, this is a good, uh, you know, a good segue to talk about the offensive line here in, uh, in training camp. You know, obviously we got Zach Martin holding out. Uh, but from what you've seen from, uh, from Tyron Smith at left tackle and what you've seen from the backups, what is your level of concern for the offensive line going into the regular season? So Tyron Smith, Micah Parsons, that battle has been great. Tyron Smith will win some. Micah Parsons will win some. He's had to take some veteran days, stuff like that. Um, it's 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 Tyron Smith, man. He's It's hard to, to bash him because when he's healthy, Joe, even in this day and age, when he's healthy, he's top five left tackles in the National Football League, hands down, right? So it – but the problem is health, right? So the concern there is health, right? Not really play. Uh, Tyler Smith, Tyler Smith, man, what can you say? Tyler Biotish came down with a little ankle tweak. He's going to be okay. So not concerned there. Zach Martin, where are you at? Uh, Terrence Steele coming back at this time to start training camp. Blew my mind, Joe. Really shocked, really happy about that. Uh, Dudu Pant Steele coming in the clutch, getting that knee right, all right? And then there's one guy, Chuma. He, he he might win one on Micah Parsons a practice, all right? But not every defensive end is like a Micah Parsons in the National Football League, right? They're just they're they're rare. And so I, I think Chuma as a backup, it's going to be better than Chaz Green, all right? No, um, hopefully, Should hopefully. Be. There's a guy named Bass. TJ Bass, I think it is. I like him. I like Bass. Little long hair guy, strong. He's he's been filling at the right guard position, maybe a little bit of center. I do like Bass. Keep an eye on Bass for for Saturday. Uh, Josh Ball, I'm not really trusting him there at that to fill in for Zach Martin. All right, he's Josh is dropping the ball. All right, so stop really down, stop down, stop down on on Josh Ball. Um. Matt Walesco, 71. You'll see him out there. It's hit and miss, dude. I don't know. He 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 had a stellar camp last year. Then he had he got that sur- that shoulder surgery. He just hasn't looked the same to me. Oh, Walesco has it. So yeah. the offensive line to me, if if it was a one out of ten, ten being the best, one being the wor- the most concerned, I'm like out of six, dude. I'm out of six. I'm not like totally concerned, but I'm not overly optimistic. I'm just right above it at a six. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, I think I'm a little past six. I'm, I'm probably, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm keeping my eye on it because, uh, from what I've seen from these backups, it ain't, it ain't getting it done. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, uh, they, they they wouldn't hold up against you know the starters you know what I mean like a like a Dexter Lawrence for the Giants or somebody like that. Uh, this whole thing, I mean, they're putting a lot of their eggs in the basket with with uh, Tyron at left tackle. I mean, maybe he'll play a game, you know, uh, <laughs> a few games, but he will miss time. And when that happens, where does where does the shuffle go? Are we look? Are we talking about Tyler moving out to left tackle? Who are you putting at left guard? You know what I mean? Um, we had a pretty good guy there with McGovern, who, who was pretty decent, I think, coming along there as, as a left guard. But 
you know, obviously let him go. So who then would be that that left guard option? You know what I mean? Once once that injury does occur, you know, who, who would it be, Mike? Who's your I lead think, candidate for the left guard? I think you're going to leave Tyler Smith there. I don't know if you're going to kick him out because he fuck? hasn't had – because he's not running left tackle with second teams. So I think you're going to see a guy like Chuma or Matt Walesko step into that left tackle spot. And let Tyler Smith, I think, is going to stay at left guard. Because, because if he's running with second teams, you would think he would be left tackle. But he's been playing left guard this whole time, right? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, good point there. Oh, man, I just uh, – that, 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 and that's why I'm saying I'm a little bit more on the worried side because, I mean, <laughs> you know, Tyron's gonna get freaking hurt, bro. Oh, sorry. Hey, I hate to say, but damn it. And and Dak needs that stability. You and I always talk about it. There is no stability there. Happy feet, interceptions up the ass. Forget it, bro. Season stunk. So, uh, let's pray to the football gods or whoever God you believe in that uh, there's stability there on that left side. Because I think everybody believes in a football god. <laughs> we, we definitely need it, man. We definitely need that. Um, <laughs> here we go. Stevie Mac in the house. Let's see what we got here. Uh, I, I like this one here. Stevie Mac. Start down in the front office for messing around on the old line. I agree, man. Uh, they have to round, and now they might be finding out by possibly jeopardizing the season because of the dumbness. Yeah, man, I, I, I agree with that, dude. I totally agree with, with Stevie Mac here, Mike, because, you know, I, I think during, you know, when we were talking about the draft, we're talking about, oh, offensive line is probably going to go early, right? You know, because we, we got to put somebody, we, we got to put somebody next to Tyler or let Tyler eat at left tackle and get you a guard. And as the pick started coming through, Mozzie Smith, which I like the pick. And then the second pick, you, you know, the whole draft was defensive sided, pretty much, Mike. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm a little bit more optimistic than you guys are, and I could be wrong. Now, I don't, I'm not, I'm not talking about well, let's go or two more or Josh Ball going to be, you know, lights out, you know. But I, the good thing is you got a, you know, reassurance there in Tyler Smith. To kick out at left tackle if you need it. Yeah. yeah. But again, who plays left guard? <laughs> Matt Forniak can. And Matt Forniak didn't do bad last year. That yeah, Matt Forniak is probably of all the backups, probably the one that would ultimately probably has played the better of the group. You know what I mean? Are you still bringing along your rookie uh awesome Richards? I think they're 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 liking him more as a left tackle, um, so you know we'll, we'll see what happens there, Mike. Um, wide receiver group, Mike. We we kind of hit on that there. Uh, running backs, stock down on Ronald Jones. Uh, got suspended. Now he's injured. Can't body, bro. Do you see him making the team? <laughs> no, I I haven't seen him make the team in forever, Joe. He's not there. He was never there for me. Yeah. If the cuts were right now, do they carry three backs, four backs? Who who are your top backs here? Oh. So here's the kicker, dude. So they're going to keep Deuce Vaughn. 
All right, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make that bed and lay in it. What Deuce Vaughn? All right. Now they liken what Dowdle does, but Dowdle can't stay healthy. Malik Davis and Dowdle are two different running backs. So I think the real competition is between those two guys. So I think you're gonna keep three plus a fullback. That Hunter Lupec or whatever his name is, all right. And so there, it's Pollard, Dowdle, Vaughn, and the, that fullback. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I'm 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 going with, with Malik myself. I think Dowdle's going to get dinged up here probably in the preseason. He's just, he's just not. <laughs> it's big possibility, but more juice. There's Dowdle has a little bit more juice than Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just can't get on the field. Um, that being said, Mike, kicker, another position here. Uh, we kind of touched on it here offline. You and I have been screaming about need getting that thing locked down. They're still messing with it, still you know monkeying around with it. So obviously they had this guy you know here. He he he's been crappy since since minicamp. Finally cut him. They brought in the USFL uh, kicker Aubrey, and um, I think today he he hit all all of his kicks. So, are they done there, at kicker, or is somebody still possibly in the mix from another cut? Mason Crosby, what, what what's your feeling here on the kicker? Is it going to be Aubrey? No, no. Oh, Cowboys corner. He went eleven and eleven. Listen. <laughs> so you mean to tell me? Him and the other guy really sucked it up, all right, in practice. I mean, they were missing from 33, 43. They were missing a lot. One guy gets cut, then this guy goes 11-11 today because there's nobody back him. There's nobody that he's having competition with, so he feels a little bit more comfortable. So when he had competition in his face, when he was under pressure, Joe, he missed kicks. So what happens in a real NFL game? When you got a hundred thousand people at AT&T Stadium, the ground's shaking. All right, there's three seconds left on the clock. Do I trust Aubrey to kick a game winner? Absolutely not. I don't think he can handle pressure, Joe. There's no competition behind him right now, and he goes 11 and 11. But when there was competition, Joe, he was inconsistent. I don't like it, Joe. The kicker's not on this football team. Robbie Gold, uh, Crosby, one of those guys. That could be your kicker. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I, I feel the same, man. I'm just like I'm, I, I want to see what these guys do in the preseason, bro. Like, let let these guys line up, and I want to see this guy kick some balls, man. Like, kick him through. I don't want to see some barely making it shit or or, or thinking and, and barely going in. I want, I want down the middle, man. Don't give me no bull crap. Yeah, <laughs> don't give me mean? bull crap, Joe. It's the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Don't give me none of that, man, because uh, we've been waiting here for years, bro. We got to get to the conference title game minimum, bro. Minimum. All right. <laughs> What's under a cowboy? There's always some bull crap. Let's talk about some defense here, Mike. Uh, Eric Scott, all right. Coming out of nowhere, pretty much, you know, one, one of these late round guys has speed, has size. Uh, kind of a, a Dan Quinn special, I guess you could say, and uh, much needed, bro. I, I'm glad that we're getting good news from him, and um, 
you know, it, it, it gives me relief because we know it wasn't going to be Kelvin Joseph. You know what I mean? I, I don't really want to roll out Nashawn Wright out there either. So it's good to see Eric Scott, and I want to see what what he does here in the preseason. But what, what's your thoughts on on the cornerback position in general? Um, do you feel good about it, and how do you feel about Eric Scott, Mike? Uh, Eric Scott Jr. out of New Mexico, number 37. I like it. Um, he's flying around. He's making plays. He's doing stuff, Joe. I think hands down, top to bottom, this might be our best draft, all right? Because if, if, if Deuce Vaughn can give you some juice, if Jalen Brooks can stay, stay consistent, and Eric Scott, those are our last three picks, all right? And if Eric Scott Jr. can do something, and then on, on the top end you got Mozzie Smith, Schoonmaker, and De, De, uh, uh, Overshone, DeMario and Overshone, this could possibly be one of our best drafts that we've ever had if they can all stay consistent, right? When the lights turn on, Joe, what will happen? The lights didn't turn on for Simi Fajoko. All right, the lights never turned on for Jalen Tolbert. Can the lights turn on to these guys, right? I love what Eric Scott Jr. is doing. If he can keep it up, Deuce Vaughn give you some juice. All these guys, this could possibly be one of the best drafts we've ever had. Yeah, man. I mean, you really nail it with when the lights come on, man, because that's what happens. You know, every year, Donnell Jenkins, bro. Thanks for the chat, Donnell you back here. I would rather have someone accurate than a booter than a booter accurate. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Accuracy is the key. Accuracy is the key. Um, I love that, man. Because it, it, it's, it's, it's what we need. And it's, it feels like we haven't had that for a while, man. I mean, last year was crazy, bro. Like, you know, we had... We had Money Maher, and then what? I mean, it was the craziest crap ever, bro. You're going to crap the bed in the playoffs. You can't make extra points. I mean, it was the wildest thing I had ever seen, bro. I, well, I've never it started seen week 18 with the, yeah. against the Washington uh, Commanders. Yeah, you're right. But to, to, to continue that, I will just like, dude, are you kidding me, bro? So, yeah, Donnell, no, I know what you mean, man. We de I, we definitely got to have uh, an accurate kicker, not somebody that's barely making them, missing them. They got to nail that down, bro. <laughs> 100%, Joe. If, I, if I'm like this, trying to watch a field goal kick, even an extra point, Joe, we got a problem. I'm so I'm saying an extra point. Because I should not I'm be literally – like this, dude. Even on an extra point, uh, I know and it. Sh it should that should be something that you can walk. You can walk away, go get your beer. You come back, we're whooping ass. Now it's like uh, <laughs> they don't make them make this or not. Yeah, they don't know? make them like uh, Dan Bailey no more. Yeah, man. I mean, oh man, Bailey in his prime. He he was he was something, man. But man, we've been struggling for a minute here with with kickers here. Um, <laughs> I just don't. I'm just so glad the Broncos signed Maher, dude. Because if they didn't, he would probably already be at camp. Yeah, no, thank God, man. But they got they got to nail it down here. Uh, Mike, I, I like what you said there about Eric Scott. Um, 
the other the other guy here that, that is is um, doing really well, and he got a little bit dinged up here, and we're finding out that he got a little tendonitis in his knee. Is our first round pick, Mozzie Smith. Smith. I mean, mauling people left and right, man. Obviously, he's not going up against like a Zach Martin, but he is going up against NFL players and really showing why we drafted him. So the impact, Mike, of, of Mozzie Smith, I think it's going to be felt on the defense, you know, immensely. What do you think his snap counts are going to be here? Um, will we see him in the preseason now that when he's kind of got this knee issue? Or, or is it? Are they gonna? They're gonna, you know, shelve them for now. They're gonna shelve them up until maybe the last preseason game. I would, right? You you don't want your first round pick doing that, missing yeah. a whole bunch of time because you wanted to play them. So they might shelve them for the first and second game. Maybe they won't for the second game, and I'm okay with that. But just relax them a little bit. Let them let his tempers cool down. I know competition's high right now, and uh, just. Calm him down, let him see his brothers play in the preseason, get that knee right, and try for either for week two or week three. Yeah, no, yeah, I think that's what they're going to do too, man. I, I think they're going to ramp him down a little bit and uh, just let that knee recover because uh, you're going to need him. You're going to need him for the long haul for the season. So uh, great competition all, all around, honestly, in, in this uh, training camp. You know, not really going for a lot of the, uh, the big – Hype plays because that, that's a lot of what you're seeing. You know, you got to really watch the whole whole sequence of events really to, to, to grasp what's going on in camp, you know, because, you know, people will just show the bad stuff. Sometimes they'll just show the really good stuff. You really got to, you know, look at the whole camp as possible. So, um, with that being said, Mike, how do you feel about the Cowboys in this camp? You know, do you feel like we've done enough to be competitive here for this upcoming season, or are we still lacking? What What's our biggest weakness right now? Oh, our biggest weakness, man. Safeties, corners, linebackers, defensive end, defensive tackles. I think you're good there. So on the defense side of the ball, I don't think there is a weakness, all right? Tight end, scooting makers back. There might be something there. You never know. Mm-hmm. Might be a weakness there. Fullback, I doubt it. Running back, no. Wide receivers, no. O-line, yes. I think someone said in there that there uh, there were talks about them be- bringing in a veteran, and it didn't matter what happened with Zach Martin. They were going to bring one in anyway. So that's good. That's good to know. You know, they got their, their, their fingers on that pulse. Um but I, I have to say O-line. And, you know, Dak Prescott, you know, I, I just, you know, defended him. But he needs to throw that ball. I, I get it. It's seven on seven. You don't have a pass rush. You could literally, literally have all day to throw that ball. But as soon as you get to three seconds, that ball should be out. And with Dak Prescott holding that ball and holding the ball on seven on sevens, I don't like it, Joe. I don't like it. That could be a weakness there, but O-line for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ty Connie uh, with O-line as well. Uh, I think it's uh, – I think that is the biggest weakness. And I think it's uh, – I think if I, if I were Dallas, I, w- I would try to get a guy that, that you can count on as being a guard. You know what I mean? Maybe they go trade. Go – you use do what they did with, with Gilmore and uh, 
you know, um, Brandon Cooks, you know, flip a late round pick. You know what I mean? They usually come away with like multiple fifths every every season because of free agency, people that they lose and things like that. So yeah, um, if I were Dallas, try to pick somebody off off a roster. But O line is such a premium position. Trade Lavelle Gallimore. Yeah, so you know they might do that, but I, I would go for a guard. You know what I mean? Because we've seen we've seen Tyler play really good at tackle and guard. We like that versatility. So whenever you know, whenever Tyron does get dinged up, you you have that certainty like this guy can do it and he can do it at a high level. But then, like we were talking about, who then becomes that left guard guy there? So, and then um, you still have the question about Zach. You know, well, who? You know, if you have a solid backup guard, I think is what what this team needs. So, if Bobby Belt said that, then there's gonna be something to it. You know what I mean? Um, hopefully, they do make a move there for another offensive lineman because, from what I've seen in camp, I would not want to see one of those guys. <laughs> Starting there at at, 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 uh, at the guard position, man, in place of Zach or or Tyler or whatever, you know. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah. Uh, but that's all we have today, Mike. Uh, we have the preseason game coming up here for the Jaguars. You know, starters probably not playing in this game whatsoever. Um, but it's really going to highlight the guys who can play under the lights. We always say it all the time, you know. It's going to separate, you know, the men from the boys. It always does. You know what I mean? So, oh, he's, he's turning heads. He's turning heads in camp. And then, and then when the lights come on, oh, they, they, they fold like a cheap suit. So I want to see Jalen Brooks is a good example. He looks really good. Now, if he can stack it in the preseason, we got something good here with him. The other guys, Jalen Tolbert. I want to see him succeed. Please show up, bro. Please, please show up in the preseason. Fajoko, I just ain't seen it in, in, in any regard. You know, he's gonna have to have a spectacular preseason to make this team, bro. In my opinion, no, he's gonna have to do something because we all know that uh, Turbin's gonna be here. So, mm-hmm. you know, so Jalen yeah, Brooks is. Really yeah. competing with uh, with Fajoko, Jalen Brooks, Fajoko. That's your camp battle, right? And so I, I, I Jalen Brooks has to stay consistent, and Fajoko has to do something. But right now, Jalen Brooks has the edge. Yeah, I think I think so too, bro. I think so too. Mike, great talking to you after the vacation here, guys. We will be back to our regular schedule now. Uh, moving forward, I think we'll probably get together here after the the Jaguars game, Mike, if we can. And um, you yeah, know, I'm we'll, down after we'll the game. Let's go live. Yeah, so we'll we'll do that, guys. Uh, make sure you guys pound that like button on your way out. If you're watching this on the replay, pound that like button. If you're interested in one of these Ooh. combos block foil shirts, hit me up. Send me a DM on Twitter, and I can get one out to you. Uh, Mike, let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already, bro. Yes, Cowboys underscore Cowboys Corner on the X Twitter. All right. I am on threads. Same handle, underscore Cowboys Corner on threads. All right. Uh, Cowboys Corner right here on the tubes. All right. At official Cowboys Corner on the tubes. So follow it up, guys. 
There we go. That's my bro there. All right, guys. That's all we have tonight. Thank you for everybody in the comments. Great stuff. Thank you for the super chats. And we'll see you for the next one, guys. Peace out, man. Let me talk to you.